Hello, my extravagant hooskows. This is your gilded juvie host, Matthew Sanborn-Smith, and his even bigger big house, Beware the Hairy Mango. It's the May 17th show. Today's story is all about getting leverage. If you could see what I saw, you'd know that it's going to take a heck of a lever to stamp the whales. Stamp the Whales by Matthew Sanborn-Smith. Martina never believed one person could change the world, and her experience on Earth these last 38 years had pretty much backed that up. Hell, it had taken her a couple of decades just to master changing her pants. It had always been her dream to save the whales, but so far she had only managed to save about 12 pounds of one whale and constantly lived in fear that her power would go out and it would go bad. If she was going to save the whales, she needed to save her money first. It was when she was leaving the house to look for a whale sale that her out-of-touch mother called out to her and turned everything around. When you get your whale, make sure they give you your green stamps. Those stupid cashiers have forgotten my green stamps every purchase for the last 27 years. I could have had enough to get that Yugo by now. That was it. People used to save the hell out of some S&H green stamps and trade them in for, I don't know, some kind of shit. She could revamp the program, only this time with whales. Martina offered household items in exchange for whales. She had books printed up and distributed them all over town. It would take 1,200 whales to fill a book, and then three or four books could be traded in for a blender or a tent or something. Double the books and you could take your blender camping or blend your tent. There was nothing tastier than tent mush after a long weekend of camping. Martina's plan worked. Soon everyone was saving the whales, licking their backs and pasting them into books. And the licking part was way more challenging than getting the whales in the first place. It turns out some whales were really big. Whale collectors used to have to invite all their friends over for whale licking parties. And the hardest sell was when you had a humpback whale. Who wanted to lick a hump? Yet, in time, all humps were licked. Sperm whales, although larger, were easier. There were some people who would go door to door volunteering to lick sperm, even if you didn't have any whales. Trading in the books could also be challenging, as they often weighed several thousand tons. Luckily, Martina operated in Florida, so her customers could borrow NASA's space shuttle mover thing. It was always available because it wasn't like they were moving any shuttles around. Martina had gotten people to save more whales than actually existed. It turned out someone was trading counterfeit whales made from crab meat. But Martina didn't care. All the real whales had been saved. It had to come to an end anyway, mainly because she'd run out of stuff to trade for books of whales. She'd just been swapping stuff from her apartment. But being the clever type who could change her own pants, she was able to repurpose some of the saved whales and use them around the house. She slept on a whale, made phone calls on her cellular whale, slaughtered animals with her killer whale, and cooked them in her microwave oven. If this story failed to save your big fat funky whales, you can cheat shit a lesson or two at the web address of the ambergris, bewarethehairymango.com. Dance hyperkinetically in the comments for this post or bear email me and we'll dig each other gravely at Matthew at bewarethehairymango.com or enjoy a tasty pie before we go at bewarethehairymango at gmail.com. Whenever we're exploring the Amazon that isn't a dot com, the SF and SF signal stands for sharpened frogs, the one species that's fighting back against the stoners who lick them. All this time they thought they were hallucinating their forked tongues. The green warriors of sfsignal.com might have a little something to do with it. That explains why the dot-com Amazon has all their frog sharpeners on back order. Lizard whittlers just don't give you the same edge. There's a bunch of crap going on over at bewarethehairymango.tumblr.com. It's not that great, but there's a bunch of it. If your love for the mango was money, I'd never have to ask for another penny by way of the donate button on the homepage. But it's not. It's really, really not. As proof, I tried cashing in your love at the local Piggly Wiggly and couldn't even score a stick of gum. I searched my pockets out of embarrassment, and the only thing I could afford with my pocket change was 
is one of their namesake wiggly pigs. Turns out they're wiggly because of a disease that breaks down porcine connective tissue. That's why they're so inexpensive. Everything just floats around loose in there. Good for soup when you're in a hurry. This podcast humps enthusiastically all the legs in your living room at the baby shower you're throwing for the friend of a friend, so you don't really know most of these people, especially not as intimately as this podcast apparently does now. At least the flea collar is working, but everyone's going to expect you to throw showers for all the leg babies that are being conceived at this most fertile of Creative Commons attribution non-commercial share like 4.0 international licenses. Until you replace all your blood diamonds with bile rubies, this will cast about for the remnants of Matthew Sanborn Smith and remind you, you've made your sandwich, now you have to lie in it. On the bright side, your midnight snack is right there. That was my daughter's joke. Good night.